Welcome to a special edition of Allendale Market Talk. This is Greg McBride. I'm joined by Allendale President Steve Georgie. Steve, welcome to the show. I really appreciate you, Greg. Thanks for having me on today. Big, big report. Uh, we just finished out the month of June. We had the monthly or the quarterly uh, stocks report. We had the uh, planted acreage report, and emotions are running high. We saw a huge move after the report. Everything is bullish, and now here we sit going into a three-day weekend, and we've got some questions on our minds. What are, what are we looking at here as we go into uh, into this long weekend? You know, I, I think you said it best. When you talk about it and you say, okay, emotions are running high, and I think this is where we all need to kind of pause, right? We saw what USDA gave us on these numbers, and of course the markets got excited. And so when we've got a long weekend ahead of us, you've got a couple decisions to make. First off, how do I digest these numbers? Are they really bullish? Or what do the weather maps look like moving forward? How much emotion do we have? So you've got a fundamental side, and then you have an emotional side of things as we go into a July 4th weekend. And so these decisions are, are going to pan out. We're going to need to focus on weather models as we go through. But we have to also think about it from a perspective of what are we doing here in the bin? How much cash have you sold? Is it realistic? Because I've, I've been hearing this, and Greg, you've probably heard this too, in that you know, we've got to go up and make new highs. And I actually, I had a, a guy tell me that we need to go up and make new all-time highs now. So we need to kind of tone down those emotions, though. So as we go through July 4th weekend, these emotions are going to get turned up. But we have to think about ourselves on a farm. How about your paycheck? And what does that look like as we move forward, at least at this time for the next couple of weeks? Right. There's a lot of people out there pointing out, that uh, ending stocks for corn and soybeans are basically at 2012 levels without a 2012 drought. And from what we saw yesterday, what we've seen with the quarterly stocks report, you're going to see ending stocks get a little bit tighter off of, off of this report moving forward, especially if you start to get into late July uh, forecast where it starts to dry out, uh, August where we're uh, filling pods, if we're dry there. You have the potential, and this is potential, you have this potential of seeing $6.50, $7 December corn. You have this potential of seeing $15, $16.50 soybeans in November. And the one thing that I think a lot of people need to remember is we're, ta we're not talking about 2012-type drought conditions. You know, so there is going to be a crop out there. You have to do something with that. You can't just close your eyes to it and say the market's going higher and I'm gonna everything's gonna be okay because at some point, whether it's September, October, November, or June, July, and August of next year, you're going to have to make sales, you're going to have to deliver a crop at some point. Where how do you tamp that down when you're talking to your customers? You know, because everybody wants to be bullish. It's easier to be bullish. How do you tamp that down a little bit and keep everybody on a uh, level-headed as we move forward? You know, and I, I think when you really take a look at it, and as you mentioned 2012, we have got to understand that there, there's a huge difference. 2012 was a drought. That was a production problem. When you look at what's going on right now, we don't have a production problem. This is the wettest drought I've heard. And so it's not that. This is a demand-driven market right now. Now, when you look at a balance sheet, and if you're going to look at economic justification for what USDA gave us on that quarterly stock number, as well as how do we, we take acreage and move that into a balance sheet, 
that gives us an economic value right now sitting between arguably 550 to 570 for December corn. So us hovering around this $6 area has got some decisions to be made. Are we putting in weather premium? How much weather premium right now? Because the thing that you have got to remember on a demand-driven market is that you need to see the demand. We're guessing what the demand is going to be all the way out to September of next year for new crop. So when you that balance sheet has got a massive purchase from China. And so I'm just going to mention this briefly because if you look at how much demand China had on the hog industry and what the hogs did, now we're starting to change the tune a little bit. China has also said that their demand was going to shift. Well, they've also given clues here for this year on the grain side of things that maybe they might not need as much as they think. And not only that, they're expanding their acreage as well. And so when you look at China as a whole, they're kind of giving us these clues already. But every single balance sheet right now has a higher demand this year versus last year. That acreage change that we saw and the surprise that we got in the market, we could see some further surprises if if China does not purchase what they say they're going to purchase. That's going to lead to these markets finding a different direction. One of the other things that I think we've too, we've talked about in the past is is as you look at 10 years ago, 12 years ago, whatever it was, the global uh, situation is completely different now. You have, I mean, we basically went down to South America and taught them how to raise corn and beans. Their game has completely changed. You've seen them expand their acreage or their hectares. Uh, all of their planting area continues to grow. They're going to grow that again, I think, by the estimate is 5% on their soybean uh, side of things. Where do we stand versus back in 2008, 2012, uh, in that time frame when it comes to the whole global supply situation. Because even if we're tight here, it doesn't necessarily mean that we're tight everywhere else. Yeah, you know, that's a great point because things have changed, right? 2008, 2012, we were still trading, yelling at each other. Now we went to more of a, a, a screen-type trade. But not only that, on the global perspective, we were the only store around. We were the, the world's uh, leading exporter for corn. We were the leading uh, exporter for soybeans as well. That's not the case anymore. As you mentioned, South America. South America is obviously a huge store. They've got a lot of hectares, a lot of acres, and they're going to keep developing this land. So we've made that switch. So now we aren't that store anymore. So it is important to see what they're doing. When you talk about South America and you look at what's going on right now uh, with that safrinha crop, let's talk corn for a minute. You get a lot, you watch Twitter, right? You get a lot of movement. Oh, man, they've gotten some frost and how bad it could be. Their crop continues to get smaller. So with that smaller number right now, you've got a question. Is it really that important? Is it that important when we look at our price for corn or even soybeans for that matter, and we're still overvalued versus Brazil? So it's it's easy to look at a story and say, hey, we should build this hype into a market but then we also need to look at a story, what's realistic? Is this something that matters, right? It's, these, it's so late in the season. It's like October time frame here in the U.S., where if we get that frost, you're already past dent stage. The plant's already shutting down. And what it's doing is pushing us toward harvest faster. And so that's really what it does. Don't get caught up in these stories. But, Greg, as you mentioned, we are more global now. And we're going to continue to be more global 
So the global supply is almost more important than what we've got here domestically. Right. Now, what uh, what we'll do is we close this uh, special uh, podcast out, the special episode out. We'll, we're going to talk about something that uh, uh, you've been doing here uh, for for a few months, or or I think it's been close to a year now. Is this Allendale snapshot? We have a USDA USDA report coming up uh, two Mondays from now. I think it's uh, July 12th or July 10th, something like that. And ahead of each one of these major USDA reports, you and Rich sit down and you go through each one of these uh, these report estimates and give ideas. Let's talk a little bit about that and and you know give your pitch to to our customers as to why this is important to them and what this does as far as helping get themselves set up for each and every one of these reports. Yeah, you know, Greg, I got, and I got to, you know, just tell the story. We, we we tried to fill a need in what our customers wanted. And as we got to these reports, and as as we talk about volatility, right, I mean, that's that's what we're in right now, very volatile times. We had to try to make some sense of what's going on. These reports, I mean, how do you make sense of what we've seen yesterday? The market reacts. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was only because the trade wasn't looking at that. And so, uh, Rich Nelson and I, we do. We sit down for in between 20 to 30 minutes, uh, and we put out our snapshot product, and we record it. And it's really it's just to give an idea of how things may change, not only from a fundamental perspective. What happens if, right? What happens if we only get a million acre increase? What happens if whatever it is? Rich does a really got uh, a really good job breaking that down. Then we start looking at the charts some important areas in what we need to see. If we break above certain areas, what happens? Or support levels. And so it's tough because when you look at this volatility, how do you take volatility and you actually bring that to a marketing place? Should I be selling grain right now? Is this something that I need to be holding? What kind of decisions do I have to make? And so we try to answer that in this snapshot product. You know, we've done a a, a great job breaking it down, but not only do we do that surrounding a report, we also break that down as we get through the week. On Mondays, Rich gives us an outlook on what to expect. And that's really what's so important with the volatility is, is how do we take something, how do we take what's happened and actually convert it into our farm or our marketing plan uh, or, or just cash grain? And so we try to break that down uh, and try to make it as simple as we can. Very good. Well, to get signed up for that uh, Allendale Snapshot product, uh, call 800-2-MARKET. That's 800-262-7538. Ask for Zach. He'll get you set up on that. Uh, we do offer uh, premium content as well. That's our uh, premium research that we've been putting out for 30-some years now. Uh, so this is uh, just a uh, a modern way to uh, to approach it, and uh, there are big things coming up here for uh, for Allendale. So stay with us. Uh, good to have you on the uh, program today, Steve. And appreciate appreciate Thank the you time. Very much. All right, for Allendale uh, Market Talk, this is Greg McBride and Steve Georgie. Have a great day.